Hello, this is Cody Sturgill, the pastor at Chilhowee Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily broadcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's so important we put God's Word into our hearts and our lives, and we pray that this message from God's Word will be a blessing and help to you. first thing she was concerned about was her family, Rahab, the soul winner. The Bible says in verse 16, she said unto them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you, and hide yourselves there three days until the pursuers be returned, and afterward may ye go your way. And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath, which thou hast made us swear. Rahab, the soul winner. God worked in Rahab's life, and she was burdened for other people. Isn't it easy? Isn't it easy to get to the place where our greatest concern is us, me, myself, and I? May God help us to have a burden for others. You learn to serve other people, and your great burdens seem to fade away when you learn to serve others. Rahab was concerned about her family. Finally, I want to tell you about this. Rahab and the scarlet thread. Look the Bible says in verse 18. The spies say to Rahab, Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of thy house into the street, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any hand be upon him. Now, the men say, here's your token. Here's your token. Now, we can't put our trust in a scarlet thread. But the scarlet thread was a token. It was a representative of the salvation that was to come. The scarlet thread, it is significant that it's scarlet, red like blood. And it's a token and a picture of the redemption that we all have through faith in Christ and his shed blood on the cross of Calvary. Bob Bevington, an old preacher in Knoxville who had the privilege of being around some, he said, if you open the Bible anywhere and it doesn't bleed, then read it again. If you open the Bible and you don't find Jesus, then read that page again because Jesus is on every page of the book. Someone said it like this. They said there's a scarlet thread of blood that runs through the Bible from Genesis 1-1 all the way through the end of Revelation. The theme that salvation and forgiveness of sin is through the blood of Christ and Christ alone is something that we find all the way through the Bible. It begins with Adam and Eve when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. Their sin needed a covering. They tried fig leaves. It didn't work. And an innocent animal was slain. Its blood was shed to cover their nakedness and cover their sinfulness. Cain and Abel, the first children. Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel brought offerings to the Lord. Abel's offering was accepted. Why? Because Abel brought an offering. God had said that you need to to slay the spotless animal. Abel's offering was accepted. 
Cain said, you know what? I've worked really hard in the garden. I've really tilled the ground well. I've kept the weeds down and I have a bumper crop. I'm going to offer to God the fruits of my hands and my labor. And God did not accept it. Why? Because our works aren't acceptable to God. It's only the shedding of innocent blood that is acceptable to God. And the scarlet thread continues through the Bible. I couldn't possibly get them all, but I'll hit a few high spots as we roll our way through the Old Testament. All the plagues have happened. Moses has told Pharaoh that the death angel is going to pass over tonight. And any home where the blood is not applied to the door, when the death angel pass over, the firstborn of every family will die anywhere the blood is not there. The death angel passed over anywhere the blood was applied because the shedding of blood saves us from the condemnation of death. It's a scarlet thread that runs through the scriptures. And it continues, and we meet the scarlet thread as a token of what Jesus is doing as that scarlet thread hangs out the window of Rahab the harlot's house. And when the men of God saw the scarlet thread, they passed over. They protected the people who were safe. People who were under the blood in the house of Rahab were safe. The people who were outside of the blood, they were lost and not safe. That system has never changed. It's not changed at all. You see, if you have been washed in the blood of the Lamb, then you have the promise of forgiveness of sin and everlasting life. And God gave us a little token hanging out of Rahab's window, the scarlet thread, to point to the fact that there's come, there was coming a time when there would be the ultimate sacrifice, Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary, shedding his innocent blood so that we could have forgiveness of sin and salvation through faith in him. The token was that scarlet thread. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. You know what just thrills me? The word that the people of Jericho were shaking in their boots because of God came to the ears of Joshua, and Joshua was encouraged by a harlot. You know something encourages me more than that? Because I identify more with Rahab than I can with Joshua. And if we're honest, we all can. Gentile, hell-deserving sinners, saved by grace through faith, given an opportunity in life. When I think about Rahab, and I think about the fact that God came to Rahab and God saved Rahab and her family. I'm encouraged by that. Not only did God save her, but God used her in a mighty way. Do you know who God identifies Rahab with in the New Testament? Who does God identify Rahab with in the New Testament? Well, when Rahab is mentioned in the book of James, it's her and Abraham. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Father Abraham, the Abraham. When God mentions Abraham and says, Abraham, he not only 
had faith, but he's proved his faith by his works in the book of James. God says Abraham proved his faith by works when he was willing to slay his own son. And he said, and Rahab was too when she hid them spies. Guess who God associates Rahab the harlot with? Abraham. You know who else? Sarah. He lumps Sarah, Abraham's wife, and Rahab into the same mix and mold. Isn't that amazing? And when God inspired the writer of the Hebrews to pin down the great hall of faith, who did God put in the mind and heart of this man who wrote it? He said, I want you to tell us about Abel's faith. I want you to tell us about Enoch's faith. God speaking to the writer. I want you to tell us about Abraham's faith. I want you to tell us about Moses' faith and Jacob's faith and Joseph's faith. I want you to tell us about all these great people of God. And he says, and I want you to tell us about Rahab the harlot. Because, man, did she have great faith. You know, I'm encouraged by that. That Rahab would be identified with Abraham and Sarah and all the people of great faith in Hebrews chapter number 11. Hallelujah. Do you know who else God identified Rahab with? His own dear son, Jesus Christ. Take your Bibles and turn with me to Matthew chapter number 1. Matthew chapter number 1 is a, the first few verses is something that we often skip over as we read the New Testament because he begat and she begat and they begat. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I read those begats and my eyes start to cross. But there's some begats here we've got to pay attention to. The Bible says in verse number 1, The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, and Judas begat Pharisees of Zara and Tamar, and Pharisees begat Ezram, and Ezram begat Aram, and Aram begat Amenadab, and Amenadab begat Nason, and Nason begat Salmon. Verse number 5, pay close attention. And Salmon begat Boaz of Rahab. And Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse. Who's Rahab? We just talked about her. You know what happened to Rahab? The nation of Rahab standing in her upscale apartment on top of the walls of Jericho. And you can just imagine the scene. It's weird. Never seen anything like it. The nation of Israel, you know what they did? Seven days ago, they walked around the city one time. The next day, the same. The next day, the same. The next day, the same. The next. It's day seven. Unlike the days before, they're on lap number six. They've just finished lap number seven, and they blow their horns and their trumpets. And the walls of Jericho come crashing down. Except for one little section of wall with a scarlet thread hanging out the window. I'm encouraged by that because the whole world can come crashing down. I'm resting in the Savior, and I've got hope, a bright hope. Rahab the harlot, I can see the dust has settled, the war has come to a conclusion. Her and her family walk out of Jericho unscathed. 
and are welcomed into the family of God, the people of God. And Rahab, who once was a harlot, she meets a guy that God has his hand on. His name's Salmon. And God knew that Salmon and Rahab would get married and have a child. His name would be Boaz. Boaz is my favorite character in the Bible because he married Ruth. <laughs> One smart dude right there. Salmon, Rahab, get married, and God gives them a son, Boaz. And God says, Rahab, you are a harlot in a heathen land. He says, I love you. And you've put your trust in me. And because you've put your trust in me, I'm going to identify you with the likes of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Moses and Joseph. And most importantly, I'm going to put you in the line of my own dear son, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. I'll just tell you something. Rahab represents the wonderful grace of our mighty God. Do you know who else gets to fall under that same grace and love and mercy? Me and you. How? When we put our faith and trust in the shed blood of our gracious Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus paid the price for our sins. God loves you. All men are sinners. You're a sinner. Our sin must be paid for. Jesus Christ paid the price for sins on the cross of Calvary. And just like Rahab, we can believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and accept his free gift, and we can have as our present possession everlasting life, a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Rahab the harlot, God saved her did a mighty work in her life and we get the same privilege what a mighty God we serve let's pray we trust this message from God's word has been a help to you we're studying through the people of the Bible and I want to let you know of a resource we have available at Chilhowee Baptist Church it is a sermon series on the people of the Bible volume 1 the first 13 sermons of this series are available in full length. You can get those by reaching out to us at chillhowiebaptist.com.